I think every one of us has been guilty of wondering, what do my friends think of me as a parent? I mean, there, there are meltdowns, there are all sorts of occasions that make you wonder. And self-awareness can be a healthy thing, but being obsessed with their reputation is really damaging to how we parent our children. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's our Vice President of Parenting here at Focus on the Family. And we're going to return here to kick it off with a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Crystal Payne. Now, previously, Crystal shared about a difficult time in her parenting, and she went to see a therapist who said, focus on connecting with your child instead of trying to fix them. Yeah, I had a similar experience. I remember taking each of my sons, I took them on something that Focus does here, Adventures in Fatherhood. And so you're out in the wilderness, you're in a small group of about five or six dads with either their daughter or son, and we're sitting around the campfire one night, and the the guide is asking Troy, my youngest, some questions. And I found myself jumping in. I mean, I was, if he didn't answer them quickly enough, you know, I was saying, well, Troy enjoys this, that, or that. And finally, he turned to me and just said, why don't you let Troy answer the questions? Mm. And it was like a brick wall had hit me, you know, and it got my attention. And, uh, you know, it's one of the mm. things that I was trying to overparent in. I was trying to bolster his responses, right? Mm. Give him a little juice, help him with what to think about and say. So I totally get that. Mm. And, uh, but that had to be such a serious time for you and your husband and your child. Yes, uh, it was. And I think for me, it really, I hit rock bottom as a parent. And just, it, I realized what I'm doing is not working. And something needs to change. And so when the therapist said that to me, I started just really looking inward and digging into what is the root of this? Why do I feel like I need to be fixing my child? Why am I trying to be my child's savior and Holy Spirit? Why do I think it all depends on me? This is a really heavy weight to carry. And as I dug into that and started you know, just really paying attention, I realized it had, it went back to a dysfunctional view of God Hmm. that I didn't realize how much I was loved by God. And I was parenting so much in order to earn approval from others and earn approval from God. Like I thought if I could just be a good parent, then other people would think well of me. I cared so much about my reputation and it was about reputation, not relationship mm-hmm. with my kids. And I just had to then dig more into that. And I realized that there were so many lies that I was believing about myself that I'm a failure, I'm a mistake, I'm not enough. And just on and on and on it went. And I was living in those lies and letting those lies be the labels that I wore and that I led with and yeah. parented from. Yeah. Crystal, it's so refreshing to hear such vulnerable uh, expression mm. of what we go through as parents. And I, I guess one of the questions I'd have for the mom listening, I'm trying to think of where she's at right now, and she hasn't been able to make the leap yet. Mm-hmm. You know, she recognizes the load. She feels that burden, like what it was for you to lay your head on the pillow and just kill, you know, just go after yourself mm-hmm. for not being the perfect mom. How would you encourage somebody who's still there at point A to get to point B? I mean, there's no formula to do that. Mm -hmm. It's a recognition of I'm doing this out of my own strength. All the things that you're saying, if that mom was sitting right where I'm at, what would you say to her to stop 
and look at this differently? Mm-hmm. How, how do you disengage in that behavior that you have and re-engage with the Lord and do it better? First off, I would say just over the next 24 hours, pay attention to the narrative, the words that you say about yourself and the words that you allow in your head. Are you constantly going to places that aren't true? Like, what does God actually say about you in his word? You are redeemed. You are chosen. You are loved. You are forgiven. You are beautiful. When he looks at you as a child of God, he sees Jesus. You're covered in the blood. And so if you're constantly going around saying, I'm a failure, I'm a mistake, everything that I do is just a disappointment to everyone in my life, and you're just beating yourself up as a mom, you're living in lies. Mm. And that is not the truth. And once you can recognize those lies, you have to start paying attention in order to recognize those lies. But it's not enough to just recognize them. You also need to replace them. And this was really a two-year process for me. Every time that I would start hearing that, you know, laying my head on the pillow at night, being like, I failed today. Hold up. Stop. Right then. What is the truth? Okay, maybe I did fail in that area, but that does not make me a failure. What does God say about me in his word? He has given me everything that I need to be the parent to these children, and I can trust him. He loves my kids even more than I do. And so reminding myself of that truth, calling out the lies and replacing them with truth over and over and over and over again, this is what renewing your mind is. And so for me, it was that process of just committing to recognize the lies and replace them with truth and then live out of that truth. And truly, that's what changed my life. So, Danny, there are moments when um, we feel like we've missed it. What promises do you see in Scripture that can kind of help us reframe a parenting blowout that uh, just feels awful? Yeah, and I I think we miss it a lot. I mean, I can say I've missed it a lot in my parenting. I mean, as a dad, uh, there's moments I could have done better. There are moments I probably could have dug into Scripture further. (laughs) I I could have been more intentional. So the reassurances that I look at are first in John 7, 38. He says, whoever believes in me, out of him will flow rivers of living water. That's a potential for me as a parent to my child, just being present, being able to just love my child, imperfections and all. And sometimes in my imperfections, as we've talked about, that's my opportunity to allow my kids to practice love, right? So uh, I don't want to rob them of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4 is is a powerful piece of scripture for me. I go there often. It's it's He keeps him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusts in him. Do I just trust in him when I'm perfect? No, I trust in him when I don't do things the best. And I know that these are his children. He cares deeply for my son and my daughter Mm -hmm. and my family. And there are moments that I will do things imperfectly. And we have new sunrises, new sunsets. The the ministry of reconciliation was... uh, given to us by God through Jesus, and that's the beauty of it. It, There's an assumption there that we're going to get it wrong and get it wrong a lot, and we need to come back and reset. I love the re's, right? Reset, restore, Mm. bring back to use that relationship that you have with your kids and yourself by knowing I can be restored every single day, Mm. 
and uh, I love to talk to Jesus sometimes in, in, in my prayer about those moments where I didn't get it right, and I go, hey, Lord, I know you've got it, though, and thank you. Yeah, yeah. I had a moment uh, not too long ago where I, I, I was really bothered by something I had said. It was so clumsy, and it didn't come out right, and it, I, I just felt badly about it. And I eventually just had to say, but God, you are so sovereign, you can use even my fumbles, even my stumbles and my mistakes. And and that's a great place to be. I could actually let go of it a little bit, knowing that I can make mistakes, but God can redeem it, to use another yeah. re-word. Thanks, Danny. I so appreciate your heart and the way you uh, bring the scriptures to mind uh, for us. And the basis for the conversation we heard uh, with Crystal is in her book, Love-Centered Parenting. And it's all about what you heard her talking about. It's about letting go and letting God, and it's a great resource, and we'll send it to you. Uh, We'd ask that you make a generous contribution of any amount to the ministry. Um, If you found value here in this conversation or just generally in what Focus on the Family does, become a supporter, and uh, we'll say thanks by sending that book to you. And the link is going to be in the episode notes. And Danny's team has a lot of resources to help you in your parenting journey. This is what they think of when they walk in the door. It's what they think of when, uh, after they leave Focus. They're really committed to helping you be the best mom or dad you can be. There's one article in particular I'd point to. It's called 10 Ways to Raise Influential Kids. And we're going to link over to that in the show notes as well. Well, next time you'll hear more from Crystal Payne about what it means to show your child grace. And for now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.